You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 197. Don't celebrate too long. Pat yourself on the back and get all the congratulations and move on to the next one because uh, there's opportunity out there. There's motivated sellers out there. There's people out there who need help. And if they don't get it from you, they're going to get it from somebody. So This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hey, welcome to another episode of Wholesaling Inc., the number one real estate wholesaling podcast. And I just wanted to jump in here real quick and give you a reminder, a very important reminder, that our Wholesaling Summit is coming up fast and you absolutely don't want to miss this event. The event is happening on October 15th, 16th, and 17th, and will be hosted in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. But why? Why is it so important that you attend this event? That's a great question, and I'm going to tell you right now. We are going to be sharing the most cutting-edge wholesaling strategies. I'm talking about things that are working right now, so you can immediately implement these things into your business and start making more money the moment you leave the event. Some of the most successful real estate investors in the country will be going deep on everything they're doing in their business right now and will be giving it to you so you can explode your business. Yes, we are not holding anything back here. You'll get to learn from and actually meet and network with some of the biggest names in the industry and pick their brains. How awesome is that? So to get your tickets now, go to www.wholesalinginksummit.com. Again, that is www.wholesalinginksummit.com. And for the first time ever, this event is open to the general public. So it's not just for tribe members this time around, but you need to hurry. There are only a limited amount of seats available and we are almost sold out. So www.wholesalinginksummit.com and we'll see you there. Welcome to another episode here on Wholesaling Inc. My name is Cody Hoffine. I'll be today's host. And today we have an awesome, awesome rock star that just recently joined the tribe and has powered his way through to his first deal. And he's going to break this down step by step. Now, for those of you that are new to the podcast and just listening to this for the first time, we're going to be talking about wholesaling real estate. And to help you understand a little bit about wholesaling, wholesaling simply the art of finding deeply discounted properties that you can then turn for huge profits. And the beautiful thing is we're going to talk about a strategy where you can just simply either assign the contract or where you close on the property for just a short amount of time and sell it to an investor. And so let's go on through this. For those of you new, welcome. Glad you joined us. Get a pen and a piece of paper ready because we are going to be sharing a lot of value, free content, free gold nuggets that will help assist you to get your first deal. So today we have Gabriel Negrete. He lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's married, has two kids, and he joined the tribe just a short few months ago in April of 2018 of this year, and he just did his first deal. Now, I'm not going to share the details. That's what he's going to do. This whole podcast is dedicated to help you understand step-by-step how he got this deal. So Gabriel, my friend, how the heck are you? 
Good, Cody. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast, sir. You are so, so welcome, and you totally, totally deserve it. You're a go-giver. I love uh, where this story's going to go. I've heard a little bit already, and I'm so excited for our listeners to hear just exactly how you did this deal, but then went over and above once this deal closed to, to serve this individual. So we'll save that for the end, but my friend, fill us in. What got you involved and what got you interested in wholesaling? Um, I actually tried a wholesaling. Uh, it was actually a while ago, way back in 2010, 2011 timeframe. And I was doing it all wrong, completely wrong. And probably, uh, you know, doing some things I shouldn't have been doing, not necessarily bad things, just things that could get me in trouble. For example, uh, I had a coach who was telling us to, uh, uh find properties and market the properties, get them in a contract and market them as if we own them, which, uh, is really not something you're supposed to do. You're supposed to market you know, the contract, the interest, not the property. And we weren't taught a lick about building a buyer's list. We were just uh, told, all right, find a property, which weren't really that discounted. And uh, so it, it didn't go all that well. So I kind of just gave up on it. And I focused on uh, on acquiring rental properties, which I did. Mm-hmm. Me, me, a couple of partners, we've been acquiring uh, rental properties for the last several years. And I would say about January, February timeframe, I... I don't even remember how it was that wholesaling caught my attention again. And now in this day and age in 2018, there's a lot more resources, a lot more pages, a lot more resources at your disposal as far as learning about wholesaling. Yep. So I started putting some pages on Facebook, wholesaling Inc. included, of course. And I just started seeing people listening to podcasts such as this one, wholesaling Inc. and other podcasts as well. And it made me realize, you know what? I got a lot more information out there available. I'm a little bit more experienced as far as real estate goes because of my rental properties. And I said, you know what? I think I can do this, especially with the right direction. I don't necessarily uh, need somebody to go with me and hold my hand. I just needed something to where, you know, I need someone to show me here. Step one, do step one. Once you do that, step two and so on and so forth. And after doing a lot of research on wholesaling, Inc., that's when I decided, you know, you know what? I think, uh, this might be exactly what I need. And uh, as it turns out, this is exactly uh, listening to your podcast. Actually, before even joining the tribe, I started doing some of the things already, like building a buyer's list. Uh, nice. I started going, started going on uh, on Facebook. I went to real estate clubs. By the time I joined the tribe, I had probably about 50 buyers. And I thought I was, you know, I thought I was the best wholesaler in the world. I thought nobody was <laughs> more buyers than me. And then you guys tell me I need 150. I was like, oh, okay. I got oh, no. <laughs> It's worth a little bit. I'm not that's as bad right. as I thought I was, you know? That's yeah. right. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And ultimately, kudos to you for coming back. Sometimes when people get a bad taste or it doesn't do something for them the first time they try, a lot of people just throw in the towel and say, like, it's not meant for me. It wasn't good for me. So kudos to you, man. You continued to push through it and get right back involved. And it hasn't been an easy journey. It's not just all of a sudden you get into it, you get involved, and you get your first deal. This has taken massive action. And probably massive disappointment after disappointment. But ultimately, here you are. You've done a deal just recently. And let's break this down for our listeners so that as they are listening to this podcast, something that they can take action on. So take it from the beginning. How did you market to find this deal? Well, this particular deal came from, uh, it's called the unknown equity list on the modules. 
and uh, Tom calls it the the new list on there. Uh-huh. And I went on there. I went on a on list source and picked up the list. And of course, it was a, a lot of names. And I went and and sorted them by hot zip codes, just the way you guys teach. And I mailed out maybe about it was about a little bit over two thousand. I can't remember the exact number. And I got a call from a seller. Uh, I was getting actually quite a few calls from it. And she called me right around maybe June timeframe. And her situation was she has her house and she's got a, another vacant house, which has a mortgage on it. Her and her husband own it. Her husband passed away in 2013, but the house is sitting there with a mortgage vacant, no renters and needed a little bit of work. So she called me and said, yeah, here's my situation. I got a, an empty house with a mortgage on it. That's just, you know, taking about $1,200 a month out of my pocket. So I made an appointment with her. I went out and saw the house. And this was a unique situation because she, the house she owns that's vacant is right next door to her. So her two properties are right next door to each other. So I went and saw the house and it needed a little bit of work. I would say I have no idea how to really estimate. But once I showed it to my buyers, uh, some of them estimated anywhere from twenty five to 30000 in work. Mm-hmm. And the house, she had a mortgage balance. She didn't know the exact balance. She was guessing around... Uh, maybe 140, 142, 143. And what would the home, if it was like, if the mortgage balance about 140 and if it was in fixed up condition, what would it been worth fixed up? Well, here's what I initially thought. I initially thought it was going to be about maybe 180, 185 on the high end. Uh So I really wasn't sure if there was a deal there. And uh, I was actually, I actually left disappointed. And one, because I'm not sure there was much I can do for her. And two, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to find a buyer for this. So what I did is I have a few buyers that I've developed some relationships with and that I've taken a lunch and just a, one of them runs a club. So I went over some of the numbers with them. A couple of them were like, you know, what? I don't know if this is going to be a deal. I don't know if there's enough room, not for me, because those guys were flippers. One of them said maybe a buy and hold person. This could be a deal for them. But one of my buyers, he actually said, yeah, you know what, this is this ARV here is closer to about 200. And he told me, look, get it under contract for under, under 150 and, and I'll be your buyer. So I said, okay, I went back to the seller and the seller's a little bit older. So she wasn't that tech savvy or didn't really, uh, know exactly what the balance is. She knew it. She guessed about 143. So I said, you know what? How about I do 142 and then at closing about three or four weeks from now, you're basically just paying another mortgage payment. And she said, yeah, that, that's fine. So I put on a 142 and like I said, I had a buyer immediately. As escrow went on, I got a call from a title company saying, hey, this person, her mortgage balance, she's going to have to come out of pocket about, you know, close to about $3,000. So, and I hadn't actually talked to the seller about that. I never really reached out to her about that. Uh, the title company, the title agent, she just said, you know what? She, yeah, she sounded like she was a little bit disappointed, but she's willing to come to the table with that money. So as time went on, I said, you know, I, I really felt, I said, man, what? I kind of thought of her as, what if that was my mom in that situation? You know, if this is my mom that I'm closing the deal on, what would I do for her? So I just, I told the title company, let me, let me just redirect a thousand dollars to help her out with her closing costs. And of course I had to have her sign a paper for that approving me redirecting the fee. And she was super thankful when I went to her house to say, Hey, you know, I'm redirecting a thousand dollars to help you out with the closing costs for my fee. She was uh, super thankful about it. She's like, Oh, thanks so much. That does help a lot. 
and uh, you awesome. know just just getting this uh, the second mortgage off my hands. You know, she said you don't have to do that, but I said no. You know, uh, I just wouldn't feel right knowing that I made you know I made some money and I could easily help you out, and I chose not to. But I said you know it's just the right thing to do. So uh, I love yeah. this, Gabriel. Everything about this I love because. Wholesaling, and for those listening to this episode, please jot this down instantly. What he just shared is at the end of the day, he wants this to be a win win. He doesn't want a seller to be frustrated. And so he is able to give back and help in that closing cost to get her back to what he originally, right around the price that they agreed on, that she was going to come back with closer to the $1,000. This is awesome. This is a true go giver and truly trying to make this a win win for individuals. And so ultimately, even doing that, it sounds like maybe you were going to make around $8,000, but ended up making about $7,000. Is this correct? Gabe, yeah, my uh, the man. check was for seven five, but uh, uh-huh. five that was my EMD coming back. So yeah, it was $7,000 net. That yep. was uh, what I did on the deal. So yeah, seven grand was uh, that first paycheck. You're going to get the all natural victory bell from me as I still have forgotten to bring my victory bell from my garage that's sitting there until I get in my new office. So here comes the all-natural manual victory bell. Get ready. Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. So, Gabriel, here. I got my own that you guys sent me. Let's do it. Let's ring it. Hold on. Let me go grab it real quick. Ring it. This is awesome. We've never had a podcast where someone does their own victory bell in the background. So Gabriel is going to be our first individual. I love it. There it is, my man. You've done something new for the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. You rang the victory bell for yourself, which is awesome. (laughs) Thanks for filling in, my man. So the quality behind this is the fact that you're a go-giver. You're looking for a win-win. And you're able to truly serve people. And the quality behind this for everyone listening and learning to get into this, wholesaling is very little, in fact, very little to do with real estate as much as it is just solving problems. And so Gabriel found a very unique way to solve individuals' problems. So he markets for these properties. What list did that come from, did you say? You said that was the high equity, unknown equity list, the new list? Yeah, it was uh, the unknown equity list. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, that, that's where it came from. So ultimately what he did is he mailed out to this unknown equity, meaning typically they're going to have equity. Well, essentially it's unknown if they have equity or not, but not many people are mailing to this list. They're usually mailing to lists that they know have equity. So this unknown equity list, which is a super great list, you're getting phone calls from people that may have never been even talked to before by other investors. So it's a smoking hot list. But what's good about this is if a home has equity, now all you got to do is have the second piece to it, which is motivation. And some people are willing to discount how much they make because they want to get out of it so fast. They want the ease and the simplicity of doing the deal versus making all the money. So they're willing to discount the equity that they have in their home. So Gabriel, you found a great way to find someone with equity in the home. After talking to them, found out there was motivation. They wanted to get rid of it. And then you were able to come up with a win-win solution and then serve the individual, even though by contract, 
she could have came to closing with around $3,000 or $2,500. You were able to help her out and bring $1,000 from what you would have made to help her and truly make this a win-win. So my friend, this is powerful, powerful value that you bring to each and everyone listening to this podcast today. Oh, one other thing I want to add. I yeah. was not the first person she called. She had talked to, uh, I think, about three other people. And one of them was a, a big name franchise uh, wholesaling, not wholesaling company. They're actually flippers. Uh-huh. Uh, they got the billboards with the caveman on it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was one of the people that came to see and yeah, she was this uh, sole proprietor just starting out newbie to, <laughs> to yeah. I mean, she, of course she doesn't know it's my first deal, but yeah, she just uh, chose to do business with me. I just listened to her and even though I knew I was going to make a lot of money, like I said, I just knew, okay, there's a problem here. The longer she holds on to this, the more it's going to cost her, you know, so yeah. she wait. So that's why I said, you know what, I'm not going to make a whole lot. I was hoping to make a lot more than seven or eight, but you know, it's seven or eight is better than zero. And uh, that's right. And, but at the end of the day, it, uh, she's got a mortgage offer back that she's had an offer back for over a month now. So that's right. That's right. Well, you know how we always end these podcasts to make it so that uh, individuals continue to get value and quality as you have gone through your life and, and maybe even the short little while, looking back in the short past, let's call it the last six months, is there a particular book that you would recommend that would help our listeners that if they read it, it'd help them with their mindset or help them in their journey with wholesaling? What book would you recommend to our listeners? Uh, it's one of the first books I read when I just started getting into business and building wealth in the first place. It's a classic Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Hill. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's had several updated versions. I, I have an older version, but uh, either way, I mean, the content's the content. It's all about the mindset. But uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely one of the one of the first books I read. I was told to read as part of building a foundation for yourself and, your, and getting yourself in the right mindset. And uh, even when I find myself getting out of the right mindset, I just got to come back to a book like this. I mean, I got several that I have that I read and I listen to, but this is uh, for someone just starting out and trying to get in the right mindset. I definitely think and Grow Rich is uh, the first one that, that you should pick up and read. 100% agree. I love that. That's a classic book that will be timeless. That will always be great knowledge and great wisdom, no matter how far out this world goes that will always have classic, timeless information. Also, I think what's quality that you'll add a lot of value here in helping listeners and even students in the tribe is you've gone through a moment of trying this one way, not doing it the right way, going through your hiccups, bumps, bruises, trials and challenges, and then doing it the right way. And so now looking back, you have a great 2020 vision on wholesaling. So if you were to give maybe a a gold nugget, some value to our listeners, now looking back, seeing that you've done it two different ways, one way that didn't work, one way that works, what would you say for someone just getting involved, just wanting to get into wholesaling, they're at the beginning stages, what would you make sure that they did? What would you do differently or what would you have done the same? Well, one thing about I will say about uh, the program Wholesaling Inc. is what I really liked about it that, that helped me make my decision is that it focuses on wholesaling and wholesaling only. There's a lot of coaching programs out there that help you focus on several different things, maybe 
you know, flipping lease options and, you know, while collecting rentals and order finance and all that thing. Wholesaling Inc. focuses only on wholesaling and wholesaling only. And uh, that's what I what I really like about it. But as far as what tips I can give to somebody is listen to the, the modules. I mean, the modules are there. It's coaching. Be coachable. Get on the coaching calls. Ask your questions. But you can definitely succeed just by it's kind of like following a recipe. It, it does get uncomfortable. You will have your ups and downs. And on one of the modules, I can't remember if it was you or Tom. I think it was Tom talking about the pity party, the three minute pity party. That's so Tom. Here's one rule that you need. Well, just in general that I like to uh, live by. And I'm not perfect at it. Yeah, I did have several uh, little three minute pity parties, you know, after <laughs> you know, where Tom says you can blame your dog. You can blame me. You can blame a family member. You can do whatever you want for three minutes. And then after three minutes, what does he tell you to do? Move on. Forget about it. Stop crying. And, <laughs> but, you know, on the flip side, however, I will say this. Celebrate victories, too. Like one of the some of those lists that are tough to get, like tax delinquent list. Man, it, it was tough to get. I did have a little pity party there once when I thought I was going to get it. But when I got it, I celebrated. But and same thing when you start getting phone calls and you start having appointments. Yeah, celebrate those little victories. But again, don't celebrate too long, because one thing I will say about this check is uh, one thing I did do, I think I celebrated a little bit too long, kind of did too many victory laps. And next thing you know, it's like, oh man, I got to get back and get more activity going to get more checks uh, coming into the pipeline. So yeah, just uh, don't celebrate too long. Pat yourself on the back and get all the congratulations and move on to the next one. Because uh, there's opportunity out there. There's motivated sellers out there. There's people out there who need help. And if they don't get it from you, they're going to get it from somebody. So it might as well be... It. I love it. Gabriel, my friend, this is solid, solid, solid content. I wrote down a few things that I really want to mention again that you said. This is key. The fact that you serve people and continue to make it a win-win, even after the contract's done, you didn't follow the contract in the sense of you gave money that you didn't have to contractually, but you did because you're a go-giver and you wanted to help the individual. I love that. Second of all, follow instruction, meaning be coachable. You're going to pay for your education one way or the other, whether you do it on your own or go through a mentor, but be coachable. The third one I wrote down was get over it. (laughs) There's going to be tough times. There's going to be trials, challenges, and it's okay if you want to have a little pity party for a second, but at the end of the three minutes, get over it, get back on that horse. And in fact, I should say, get back on that rhinoceros and charge. And then fourth, I wrote down, celebrate your wins. This is so huge. And this probably encompasses one of my favorite quotes by Jim Rohn, where he says, you're the average of the five closest individuals you hang out with. And so make sure if you're going to celebrate that win, celebrate it with someone that's going to celebrate with you. The power behind that is sometimes it's not that cool to go to your neighbor and say, oh my goodness, I made $7,000 doing this wholesale deal. They're going to be like, you arrogant son of a gun, like get off my doorstep. I don't care. But it is cool when you are working with people or they, where you're surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded, that are also successful wholesalers, so that when you do get these wins, you can share it with the tribe. You can share it with the community and say, oh my goodness, I did this first deal. It paid me seven grand. And you're going to hear your biggest cheerleaders cheer you on and congratulate you when you are sharing that success with like-minded individuals that are also wholesaling. So 
I love it, brother. I want to thank you so much for being on this podcast. This is seriously going to add so much value to the individuals that are listening. And maybe they're listening for their first time and they're a little bit nervous. They're on the fence. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to get into wholesaling. And this just might be the podcast where they're saying, holy smokes, I've got to do something. I've got to take a chance on myself. And uh, I want to thank you, Gabriel, for sharing what you shared today. Can I add one more thing, Cody? Please, please do. Everybody's on Facebook these days. And one thing that I do recommend, here's another, uh, a little, uh, I guess, a gold nugget that get off all those pages that are useless. I used to follow all these uh, useless pages on Facebook about, you know, political stuff here, about news there, news there. As soon as I started getting the wholesaling, part of your mindset, get off all those pages, start following all the, all the positive, all the real estate pages, just positive pages in general. Because I'll tell you what, when I posted my picture of this check, I've got more likes than anything I've ever posted before. I posted pictures of my kids, you know, graduating or not graduating, but, you know, singing or or my son being born or things like that. When I posted that check, I got more likes than I ever could have imagined. And I got a couple of shares. And a lot of this is people I don't know. These are just like minded people that I never even <laughs> met that I'm friends with. And. It's just amazing. And it does do a lot. It does encourage you. It does make a difference when on your Facebook feed, I mean, people are going to get on Facebook all the time anyway. Get rid of all those negative pages. Get rid of all those. If, if you got people on your timeline that are posting negative crap, you don't have to unfriend them. Unfollow them. And you don't need to see all that. Might as well, If you're going to be on your phone all the time looking at Facebook, might as well be something positive, something that's encouraging you. Because I'm telling you what, that's what encouraged me. And that's what made me make a snap decision on Easter weekend to just call one of your assistants over there, uh, Skyler, and say, you know what? Hey, I'm ready to do this. And uh, poor guy was in the middle of Easter egg hunt when I called him. So he had to <laughs> kind of uh, take off and, and get my information. But uh, the reason I was motivated, because, you know, if you can't necessarily physically associate with like-minded people, might as well associate on Facebook. You're going to be on Facebook anyway. I mean, everybody is. Might as well associate with uh, like-minded people who are going to help you and get your mindset right. I know it's helped me. So uh, that's just one last little nugget I wanted to share. Uh, get rid of all the negative stuff on Facebook and start following positive stuff. That's going to help your mindset. I love it. I love it. Gabriel, you are the man. I absolutely love it. I'm so glad you're part of the, the what we call the tribe or the community. You add a lot of value and there's so many people within the tribe that are looking at your story right now and it gives them hope, gives them faith and courage and it gets them right back on the rhinoceros to start charging. They might've been in a little pity party and all of a sudden they hear this and like, wow, I can do this. And so that's the power of this community. So thank you so much again for joining us. And for those joining us listening on the podcast, I wanna thank you. Your dreams are worth it. Your goals are worth it. What you wanna accomplish in life is at your fingertips. It's up to you. Life won't give it to you. You're going to have to go out there and work hard for it. But if wholesaling is something you truly want to learn more about and you want to get involved with, feel free to go over to wholesalinginc.com where you can click on our website and you can listen to powerful reviews and testimonials just like Gabriel's where people are doing this all across the nation. Individuals just like you that are changing their lives by doing one deal at a time and those deals change their lives. You can do that. So again, wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com. Also, we have our live event coming up. It's October 15th, 16th, and 17th in Asheville, North Carolina. And to learn more about that, you'd go to wholesalingsummit2018.com, wholesalingsummit2018.com. 
where you'll be able to see all of the speakers that will be up on that stage. And I'm talking the best in this nation will be up on that stage sharing nothing but value to help you succeed in your wholesaling business. And we are for the first time allowing non-students to go to that event. So definitely go there, book your seats. The seats are very limited. There's not many left because we are now in September and we're only about a month away. So I hope to see you guys there and you'll be able to meet us in person. Until next time, keep pushing hard. Your goals are worth it. Go out there, take massive imperfect action, and we'll see you on the next episode. God bless, guys. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.